Here we go. <laughs> hey, 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 Come on hey. now, keep your distance. I see you coming in the room. I see you coming in the room. <laughs> Make sure you go to uh, the Rick Party Show on Facebook to see us live. Turn up a little bit more, D. Let me hear it, man. I got to feel it, brother. I got to feel it. There you go. Yes. Hey, listen, while you guys are here, please ping your friends in the room right now. I am Rick Party with Natasha Simona, D. Lee. Yeah! Hi, everybody. So we've been teasing this for uh, some time now. Uh, The Black Wall Street app, the Black Wall Street wallet, the cryptocurrency wallet. We've got the one and only Naja Roberts hanging out with us. Naja Roberts, the cryptocurrency expert. We are excited. We are excited. So uh, listen, I mean, we got so many questions. I'm going to tell you right off the bat uh, when it comes to cryptocurrency, when it comes to Bitcoin. Uh, I don't know if I'm I'm the, the, the not the smartest one in the room about this. Natasha, Dealey, where are you guys with this? I did something really dumb the other day because my sister begged me to do it. And she asked me to quickly invest in, is it Dogecoin? Was that Doge? Doge. Dogecoin, Naj? And I quickly got the itch out of there. Wait, so was that a good thing or a bad thing? That no, you got out? I, I got out. I had to get out. I started oh, looking yeah. at them numbers. Oh, no. Oh, listen, I, I'm curious and I, I don't know what I'm doing with Bitcoin or any t- type of cryptocurrency. So I am just as excited as everyone yes. in here. So pour into us. Hill Harper's in the building. Hill Harper. Hey, 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 everybody. Thank hey, you hey, for being hey. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Now, now, Hill, how do you, how, how do you do it? Movies and, and television and cryptocurrency. I mean, how do you how do you manage all of this? This how do you manage this this busy life, brother? Have you guys heard of what they call Einstein time? Yes. A lot of people haven't heard of it. Well, well good. tell us, tell us what that is. It's just I'm I'll I'll simplify it down and and. Many of us have been conditioned to believe that we, you know, there's a saying. I think is the one of the biggest lies in the world. Don't be, um, don't be a jack of all trades and a master of none. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that all of us have the capacity to master many, many things, and we all are great. We all are magnificent. We all are brilliant. But you just have to lean into that. And, and, you know, that doesn't mean you take shortcuts. It just means that you you learn Einstein time and you literally learn to say, when I am doing one thing, I am truly completely focused in that thing. And you can do many things that way. But what most of us do is we try to do more than one thing at once and we end up spreading ourselves too thin and we're jumping around rather than doing what I call sequential focus. And, you know, I, that's not what this 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 room's all about, but that's. That's the way I approach things from a sequential focus point of view. So when I'm acting and I'm on the set, that's all I'm doing. Gotcha. But when I'm but when I am working on the Black Wall Street digital wallet or working on uh, one of my books or writing my books, whatever that is, that's all I'm doing. And when I'm with my son, who I'm about to go pick up from school, that's all I'm doing. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to 
work on the digital wallet when I'm with my son trying to study my lines for my show. No, 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 no. It's all sequential and sequential mm -hmm. master, sequential mastery. So you lean into one thing at a time specifically. Yeah. Uh, Hill, let me ask you, with, with your busy life, uh, being an actor, a philanthropist, um, motivational speaker, why did you decide to do that? I mean, you can do a, you can do a bunch of things in the world. Why this? Why the crypto world? Why open the first digital wallet? Well, I wrote my book, The Wealth Cure, uh, it was published about 11 years ago. So I've been doing work around financial literacy for a very long time because I truly believe you can't have social justice without economic justice. And all of these major issues, obviously this week has been a heavy, heavy week. When we talk about Makia Bryant, when we talk about uh, the results in uh, 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 all the things that folks have to relive around mm -hmm. the murder of George Floyd, um, you know, Dante Wright being murdered, um, you know, it goes on and on. And so this is a heavy week around social justice. Um, but you can't, I truly believe you can't have social justice with that economic justice. And many of the ills that we want to solve, there's one thing that links them all. Whether you're talking about educational gaps, whether you're talking about wealth gaps, whether you're talking about uh, 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 health disparities that were exacerbated and exposed through COVID-19, whether you're talking about criminalization, uh, mass incarceration, and are communities that don't have financial capacity, poverty. And if we can increase financial capacity in these communities, starts with financial literacy, it moves to capacity, and then ultimately ends with financial empowerment, you actually can create communities that have the foundational base to, 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 to address these. I'm not saying that would solve them, to address many of these issues. And without that financial base, the optionality doesn't exist. And people don't have, even have the economic mobility to choose to be somewhere else in a different situation. And um, what we wanna create is individual sovereignty, build wealth, create cross-generational wealth transfer, and create that for the black community. And finally, since my book, The Wealth Cure, the idea of curing the wealth gap came out 10, 10 years ago, technology is finally at a place where we can do that. We can lower the barriers to entry. We can create uh, much less friction we can create jobs in the community by recirculating our dollars. And it starts with digital currency through cryptocurrency. You know, this is the window of time where we can do this work. And with early adoption, we can change the wealth gap in this country. Hill and, and Naja, can I, I'm gonna ask both of you this question, is for, a, number one, it's a great idea to get us all on the playing field. But we've been trying to do that for so long with our brothers and sisters. And it seems like everyone wants, especially with social media now, wants to live the fast life or, or show off as if they are building wealth. And it's the quick dollar, it's gone, it's come. And I've had conversation about, there is a Chinatown, there is a Jewish town, but there isn't the Black Wall Street as it was back then. Naj, you wanna answer that one? Sure, I'd like to jump into that because there's two parts to that. First off, I'd like to say thank you all for allowing me to take the stage with you. This is an honor. Uh, the biggest thing that I see that we need to do first and foremost is begin to work together. Um, we're all in our little spaces doing this cryptocurrency thing. And I think one of the beautiful things that we've been able to do as a community, as a people, uh, is, is band together. 
Yes, I have a company. Yes, he has a company. But together, we all have a company if we come together to make this work. And I think that's one of the biggest problems that has has our community bound by, you know, bound by our hands is we've not been working together. And those of us uh, that have tried, you know, we, there's always something that tries to tug at it. But we've made a, a conscious and a deliberate effort to see that we can build a new Black Wall Street digitally because we know it's going to affect change in our community and we've got to do that. And so, uh, yes, while we don't have an actual physical black town or African-American town, we will have a black digital Wall Street that everybody, no matter where they're located in the world, will be able to join in and really be the change that they want to see both, you know, in their families. But again, joined across the, this this entire world. We need something different. We've got to do something different than we've done. And I think we have, this speaks volume that people can actually come together that actually have, um, you know, the ability to do so and show other people that we can work together. Awesome. Now, uh, Naja, we know that you do the, the Black Bitcoin Billionaire um, Club here on Clubhouse. How'd you two hook up? I mean, you've got the biggest club here. How'd you, how'd you two hook up, you and Hill? Well, big shout out to Lamar Wilson and uh, Zay, for those of you who don't know Bitcoin Zay, one of the, the gentlemen of crypto, the longest running crypto show in America, actually in the world. Um, they were the ones that started the Black Bitcoin Billionaires. And again, all of us in our own spaces, doing our own separate things, decided that we would come together and work together and show people that in our community, it can absolutely been, be done. And there's actually about 14 of us 14 different personalities that have 14 different grooves and sways inside the cryptocurrency space that have come together and we're working together uh and we i met actually met heel on black bitcoin billionaire earlier this year um and you know really talked again about putting all of our uh our just our companies to the side and coming together for the people because this is about the people and and i can honestly say that those of us that work with the black bitcoin billionaires along with hill harper uh we're not in this for the money this is not about the get rich quick this is not about showing you and teaching you how to quickly get in and out this is about generational wealth and we have got to do something different than we've done in the past so we're going to keep getting what we've gotten and that's absolutely nowhere uh, he'll can speak to those facts and I'm sure he will in a minute, but we're a hundred years from the actual bombing of the black wall street and our wealth in this country is exactly the same a hundred years later. It's like sickening. It's time out for this. It is time to do something different. And that's what we're doing through, through the black wall street wallet, as well as the black Bitcoin billionaires. Okay, so I want to jump in here and I'm I know I'm not the only one in the room. Can you start from zero? What is Bitcoin? They didn't teach me this in school. So <laughs> and I think I think of the three of us between Rick Party, Dealey and myself, I and more recently graduated from high school and college. Oh, okay. That's how we started. So, <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Keep going. Um, keep going. Keep going. But what mm -hmm. I what I will say before you um before um Naja or Hill, before you answer what Bitcoin is, do you plan on doing any engagements within the high schools or colleges just to start, you know, from from the adolescent ages and start teaching about this digital currency? 
But answer first, what is Bitcoin? And then let me know if you plan on, on taking your tour to any schools. Okay, so I'm going to unpack that for you. I know Hill will jump in. So I'm going to give you the philosophical answer and then I'm going to give you the hood answer, okay? <laughs> so Bitcoin is a digital money. It was totally designed to be an online way for us to transact goods and services via uh, this thing called Bitcoin. It's just, it's just digital money. You can use Bitcoin right now today to do anything that you'd like to do. But then I'm going to tell you what Bitcoin is as it relates to our community. Bitcoin is self-sovereignty. For the first time in history, we have something that is a level playing field. We don't need a third party. We don't need to go ask permission. We don't need to do any of those things. We can begin to transact. We can begin to save. We can do all these things for ourselves. And so Bitcoin is self-sovereignty. Bitcoin is also remittance. If we need to, any of the things that we need to do, we can do them. Um, you know, it cuts out Western Union. It cuts out money ground. It cuts out so many things that we don't think about on a regular basis. Um, Bitcoin also allows us the ability to store something, store, have, have a store of value. So while we originally can read that Bitcoin was about being digital online money, the world has began to utilize Bitcoin as a store of value. So it's pretty, it's changed for some people because Bitcoin are, is different things to different people. But if you look around, you'll start to see that some of our huge Fortune 500 companies are starting to hold Bitcoin on their balance sheets. So it is a store of value. And I believe that Bitcoin for the black community can be one of the sole ways that we close the wealth gap that exists in this country. And I don't know if Hill wants to jump in on that before I talk about the schools. I'll jump in real quick. You know, thank you. Thank you, Naja. Uh, when we talk about, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I don't want to upset folks, but one of the, one of the things that, that troubles me. Be real, me brother. Most, be real. Please. Let us okay. know. Be real. Okay. I'll let you know. About 500 years ago, one of the greatest transfers of wealth in the history of the world happened when people decided to do the dis most despicable act, and that is to hold people as chattel slaves. And what they did is they weren't super wealthy, but they decided to do that, and that made them wealthy. One of the greatest transfers of wealth in the history of the world happened. If you, were, if you had the despicable taste to say, I am going to use free labor to get money. So racism is it certainly in this country is inherently baked in money and currency because that's what it was, that's, that's the inception. And since the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1863, black people in America held a little less than 1% of American wealth. Today, April 2021, Financial Literacy Month of 2021, black people in America hold a little less than 1% of American wealth. For the vast majority and masses of black people in this country, our wealth factors have not changed since slavery. Certainly we have individual outliers that have done well, individual people that have done well. The first black female millionaire, Madam C.J. Walker, John, H. John Johnson from Johnson Publishing, Robert Smith. We can talk about these folks and fantastic that we have these outliers and individual stars who have done well financially. But for the vast majority, we have been stuck because of institutionalized and systemic racism that pervades this country in every 
every crevice. And finally, we are in a window of time and window of opportunity where we can use an onboarding mechanism of, of, of an ascending value asset class that can't be redlined, that can't have uh, artificial credit scores that make everything more expensive for us because of racism baked into, into the algorithm. They can't have folks who are coming to do um, um, appraisals, uh, underappraise the value of the real estate. It can't pay you less for the same work. It is my Satoshi, which is a fractal share of a Bitcoin. There are 100 million Satoshis in every one Bitcoin. My Satoshi is the spending power is the exact same as Elon Musk Satoshis, mm. who recently purchased $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. But they're completely equal. And the history of money tells you and tells us that the more money you had, the more leverage you had to get access to cheaper and cheaper money. And now that doesn't exist in this. Black folks have never wanted handouts. We just want a fair playing field. And Bitcoin, the blockchain technology of Bitcoin offers us a fair playing field. And this is an opportunity because of scarcity and low adoption. And I'm going to hand it over to Nash. So our students, our children, we absolutely know that we have got to bring our children into the 21st century. And because of that, we have a crypto kids camp that we are planning on taking across this country to every inner city out there. Um, we say bye-bye STEM, bye-bye STEAM, hello beast mode. Beast mode stands for blockchain. E is evolution of money. So we teach them about cryptocurrency. We also do artificial intelligence. The S is for science, cyber, I mean, excuse me, security, cybersecurity. T is technology. The M in that mode is machine learning. It is apparent all over this world that if we don't teach our children how to teach these computers, they are going to continue to write us out of history. And it has been proven because of the fact when you went through that clear at the airport that they didn't know how to read your face because they didn't program it to recognize black people. It is apparent that Tesla didn't teach their 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 vehicles how to, to how to actually acknowledge a black person walking across the street there thereby a black person got killed in Arizona walking across the street. We have got to get our kids knowing this technology and getting into these companies that make a difference because they're teaching these computers how to do everything, but they're leaving us out of the equation. Not because we're not there, but because there's not enough of us to do what needs to happen in these, in these companies. So we're teaching machine learning. We're also teaching mining, which is, again is another part of cryptocurrency. We're teaching in the O, that's online gaming. Our kids play games anyway. They might as well get paid for it. They might as well program them and get paid for them. Um, then we're going to be teaching uh, drones. We have a program that's just absolutely incredible um, where they build their own drones, but also they're going to be measuring emissions. Uh, they're going to be doing a bunch of different things. And for those children across the U.S., you talked about junior high and high school. We're actually absolutely coming for the children that want to do something different because we're going to have a program or we're signing the MOU or we signed the MOU with the company that's going to allow us any child that can get a work permit will start flying drones. They'll be FAA uh, certified, but they can fly drones starting at $100 an hour over these stadiums, dropping this COVID spray, 
from game to game. Like we have some incredible things coming. And last but not least is engineering, which is, you know, robotics and some of those things. So that program is alive and well. We are working on uh, coming to every single city. And you can just check us out with that at CryptoKidsCamp.org. So let's talk about the uh, the digital wallet at uh, the BlackWallStreet.com. What is the digital wallet and what is it going to do for, for our community? Okay, so what we're doing is replicating the brick and mortar success of group economics of the, the original Black Wall Street. So those of you that, that may or may not know the history, O.W. Gurley bought 35 acres outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and founded, it was called the Greenwood District, and founded what then became known as the Black Wall Street, which was one of the most prominent communities and economically prosperous communities across race in the history of this country per capita. And what, what it represented was, I believe there were three pillars that actually built the wealth, okay? Pillar number one was institutional ownership. We own the businesses, the people in the community own the businesses. Pillar number two, institutional trust. Folks in the community trusted those businesses and, and used them. And pillar number three was the movement of money or capital within the ecosystem where a dollar changed hands 60 to 100 times within Black Wall Street, which, which led basically over a year, a dollar stayed in the ecosystem. Right now, a dollar leaves the black community within six to seven hours. And I believe that if we don't start owning our own tech and owning our own digital wallets with the advent of digital currency, the dollar will start leaving our community within six to seven seconds. Why is that important? It's important because we have $1.2 trillion of spending power. If we actually were intentional with our spending, we could actually do what they did at the brick and mortar Black Wall Street was create jobs. Because at the end of the day, you know, when, whenever folks are talking about technology, what gets left out of the equation, the most important thing is jobs and income, because that actually creates the network or group effect of money exchange. Because if you go support a business, they need to hire more people. They hire people from the community. Then that new person has a job. They have more money to spend and they spend it at the barbershop. The barbershop has to hire a new barber. And it, which you can start to see the cyclical or group economic effect of wealth building within an ecosystem. What we, what we are doing and the challenge, you know, technology is there to try to solve a problem. And, 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 and what the problem we're trying to solve is, could we replicate that group economic wealth building success or effect on a digital platform? And that's what we've done with the digital wallet. And then obviously we're gonna add other columns as we grow. The, the MVP is the digital wallet first with your ability to dollar cost average into ascending value asset classes like Bitcoin, et cetera. Just think of um, other apps like Venmo or PayPal um, and what you can do with that by exchanging. But instead now we own it for us, by us. And then we could start, we, we start using the actual network to support black businesses, to exchange money with each other, to purchase, um, ascending value assets, et cetera. That's why this is critical. Um, when title was sold, um, it broke my heart. Mm. And part of the reason it broke my heart, and I'm, I'm not begrudging, um, you know, Sean Carter for getting his money. You know, mm -hmm. he's, he's been able to flip it twice, which is a mm -hmm. powerful thing. Right. It's kind of like what, what Dr. Dre uh, was able to do with Beats, mm -hmm. you know, sell it twice, make twice the money, which is fantastic. However, the sad part is, is that it was the last black owned streamer. And when we talk about the fact that our culture is actually what makes many of these tech platforms worth hundreds of millions and billions of dollars, 
like the one we're on right now, recent $4 billion valuation because black people make Clubhouse hot. And if you talk about the streamers, black music made the streamers valuable. If we talk about um, Twitter, black Twitter made Twitter valuable and Twitter hot. And, and so we over-index in, in technology and particularly in social aspects and cultural aspects of technology, yet we tend to not own any of the actual platforms we use. And so this is a way that we start to own it. If folks are being told, use the digital wallet of Cash App or Venmo or PayPal or any of these above, as soon as you put your money into that wallet, it leaves the black community. If you put your money into the digital wallet of the Black Wall Street, it stays within the community and we use it within our community because it's for us, by us. And hopefully people understand that we can create a marketplace out of the wallet eventually and therefore replicate what happened with the brick and mortar version of Black Wall Street. So let me, I'm sorry, go ahead, sis. So I have a question um, when it comes to credit. Is there, and I'm learning, as you guys are talking, I'm learning and I'm just taking everything that I thought I knew and relearning um, everything that you're sharing here. So this is amazing. But is it is there any integration between Bitcoin and credit? Because that's also an issue, especially within the black and brown communities and credit is important. So can we, can we speak on that at all? Credit is a huge, huge issue and so much so, that, that since this is April's Financial Literacy Month, I actually uh, did some financial literacy work this month with Experian. They reached out to me and asked me if I would give credit building and financial literacy tips um, and talk about some of their offerings. And obviously, credit, the big three, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, um, you know, we have an, a massive issue, a massive problem because there's that, there's that old saying, it's expensive to be poor, which doesn't make real sense, right? Why is everything more expensive if you're poor? And why do you almost automatically have a lower credit score, which therefore makes everything more expensive if you're poor, et cetera, and you have a thin file, et cetera, et cetera. So Bitcoin itself has nothing to do with the credit algorithms that create credit scores. However, in this because you, you almost you, you almost talked about our product roadmap. Eventually, we want to have a, our own algorithm on the Black Wall Street platform where Leon Williams may be a 550 on TransUnion, but because we use different factors to judge Leon Williams on the Black Wall Street, his credit score may be an 800. Um, I don't want to get too deep into how those algorithms are created and, and, and how they're used. The vast majority of algorithms, for instance, don't take into account the fact when you're paying your cell phone bill or your utility bill. And sometimes in our community, we'll let other bills ride and keep our keep, keep you know, pay, pay our minimums on a credit card. But we will definitely pay our cell phone bill. So if you're not getting credit for that, that's one reason, I, you know, um, as they're adding different elements to the algorithm, you hope that they start adding things that are that are specific to some of the things that we do in our community uh, uh, more so. And we can talk deeper about that. And if folks want to know some different things they can do as far as credit hacks or to improve their credit score, I'm happy to talk about that as well. Well, what we want to do um, is also open up the room shortly, but make sure you follow the title on the top of the page of the Rick Party Show. Become a member 
hang out with us. We got a lot of special guests right now. Hanging out with us right now is Naja Roberts and Hill Harper. We're talking about the BlackWallStreet.com and they're uh, launching the first uh, Black Wall, actually the first Black digital wallet is what they're doing here today. D. Lee. What I wanted to ask is how do we, like you just said earlier, Hill, you got, you know, Leon Williams, whose credit score is X, Y, Z. But how do we get people as right now, those who are on this platform, uh, go to the uh, the blackwallstreet.com and sign up, put your email address in there so you start receiving the information. But how do we get our people to start supporting this cause, which is a, a, a great platform? How do we get them to gather and, and to be a part of it? And we've been trying for so long to get black businesses supported and and support black business but like you just said which is something i just recently read how quickly the black dollar goes out the community within a matter of hours but stays in other communities within a matter of days and weeks yes you you meet people where they are i mean naja roberts who's my co-founder she is a genius at this she's one of the the only there's only three brick and mortar over-the-counter cryptocurrency exchanges in the country, and she she's the founder and owner and CEO of one of them in Inglewood, California. She meets people in the community where they are. She has people walking through her door on a daily basis. People in our community, we want to do well, mm-hmm. but you can't do better if you don't know better. Right. So it has to start with education. It has to start with looking folks in the eye. 95% of the financial products that have been offered in into marginalized communities are either predatory on their face or hidden predatory. Give you a few examples. Check cashing, payday lenders, rent to own shops, yeah. and then mm-hmm. hidden predatory. You have these banks show up in our community and they want to get celebrated because they put a branch. But you have, now you have Wells Fargo dealing with multiple lawsuits because what do they do? They encourage their folks to sign mm-hmm. people up for accounts People had $800 in their savings, but they were charging them $250 a year in fees from overdraft fees to not hitting your minimum account balances. That's called hidden predatory. So they were still preying on the same people. And so what you, what we need to do, and this is why the tour is so important that Naja's leading, is go city to city, corner to corner, block to block, and explain to people how to do this. Take, you know, before now, there was so much friction and so many barriers to entry. Now technology, allows us to break all those all that friction and barriers to entry down and then we just need to meet people where they are i believe people will re-incentivize if they own if if the if the new flex is how many satoshis you have that that becomes more important than the rims on your car because people are like checking out your satoshis like yo this dude's carrying such and such satoshis on the black mm-hmm. wall street wallet mm, mm. that's, that's where i was going 20 mm-hmm. 24 inch spinners we can we can re program folks to 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 re-emphasize what's important and what the new flex is the new flex is bitcoin and having bitcoin in your wallet Yo, how many satoshis you got man what what is a satoshi okay what is a satoshi there are a hundred million Mm -hmm. there are a hundred million satoshis in every one bitcoin so that's a satoshi so So, can you you can you spell satoshi 
Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't oh, fall man. for it, Hill. I'm having don't fall for it, Hill. Yeah. S A T O She. You know that's how you do it. S H I. Here's the thing. You could call them sats. You you could say I'm gonna stack my sats. You can call them toshis. Whatever you want to call them, it doesn't matter. The point is, you we need to start stacking them and building them. You become a satoshi millionaire right now. It costs you about six hundred dollars to become a Satoshi millionaire. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars will make you a Satoshi millionaire. Yes. But mm. now, what you saying, that Hill, which is a good point. But then I want you to become a Satoshi billionaire. Right. Mm. You see how? Eventually. See how Rick immediately be, jumped in. You know, but ten, ten You got to get ten Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be a Satoshi billionaire. Okay, so I have and a quick question you, here. Go ahead. I want to know. Can I take this money if I get 15,000 shatoshis? Can I go to the bank and withdraw 5,000 or something like that? But that's what like, you don't want to do. Right. No, no. no. You yeah, don't but need, if you but no, 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 how no. how soon you, can you mm-mm. Don't money? talk about you don't need even need to talk about mm-mm. banks. This is a point. The beautiful thing about Bitcoin decentralization is that it takes banks have been what has been holding us down. Mm-hmm. We want to take banks out of the equation. But what hell, I, but how do I pay my rent you with are Satoshis? The bank. If you own Bitcoin, you are the bank. So, so Nat- you got you got to look at it in a sense, Natasha and, and Naja, you could probably speak on this. How do we talk Joe Blow into taking a hundred dollars or his tax return or his stimmy money instead of going down to the car dealership because you bring your stimmy check down here we're gonna hook you up 13.99 no, 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 now no, 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 wait no. hold on and invest it no what? no no guys really and honestly i'm a single mother mm-hmm. and i count every half a cent right okay? so my question is with all of this wonderful investing in the digital wallet and all this new financial literacy that we're all learning here, I want to know, May 1st is next week, Saturday, how can I pay my rent with this digital coin? Naja? You cannot pay your rent with this digital coin right now. And so let me just make sure that I'm clearing my messaging there. First of all, there's 9,102 I mean, there's 9,178 coins out there. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about Bitcoin specifically, we are preaching to our community that this is a store of value. So when we're looking at talking to that single mother who is trying to make ends meet, it's imperative that we get her to have a mindset shift where she understands that she keeps continuing to go down that road. She's never going to catch up. But now, instead of her going to Starbucks two or three times, because you know our folks find money when they need to. Mm -hmm. They need to get their hair done. They find the money. But what we're teaching them is they can do as little as $5 a week and in Satoshis and stack them. Don't spend them. Don't. We're telling people this is a five to 10 year marathon and not a sprint. So that is the mindset shift that has to happen mm-hmm. before people get actively involved. You don't buy a house and then decide next week how you're going to pay your rent. And the same thing applies to gold. You don't buy gold and say, okay, next week I need to pay my rent. You buy it and you store it or you put it in the vault or wherever you're going to put it. And it is a store of value. So this is this is a whole new space. We understand it's a whole different mindset but we've got to educate our people to let them know that we're 
Bitcoin specifically, that you are saving this as a store of value. We won't get into the alternative coins that people are purchasing, that people, uh, that the gentleman spoke about when we first got on here. But, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but Bitcoin specifically, that is what we are trying. And, and as he'll say it right now, and actually Bitcoin is on sale today. As an ex-financial advisor, I'm not telling you all to go out run out and buy any Bitcoin, but it's on sale today. So because it's on sale today, only $500 will get you 1 million Satoshis. But maybe you don't have $500, maybe you have $10. Naj, I'll be right back. You can literally go and buy $10 worth of Satoshis right now and have that in your arsenal. And all we're teaching you is do this in addition to what you're already doing. So if you're doing stocks and bonds and you have a 401k and you're saving in a bank, which pays you nothing, just take a little bit and start to, and start to stack your Satoshi, stack your sats and see what it does for you in a year. Just watch it. Just figure mm -hmm. it out. Just watch it. That's all we're telling people. One of the now, greatest that's called, things. That's called dollar cost averaging. When you one do, of the greatest things. Do it regular. Go ahead. I'm sorry. One of the greatest things that a, a friend of mine told me was in investing in things. Uh, let's just say a lot of us in our community are so quickly to line up to get the sneaker. And like you said, just that money alone, sitting at a side and watching it grow can turn into something that the uh, Black Wall Street uh, will be teaching us. Yeah, well, in my book, The Wealth Cure, which, you know, it came out 10 years ago, it was a New York Times bestseller, and it was uh, How Do We Cure the Wealth Gap? I use that exact example. A uh, young brother I'm talking to, I, I, I say, well, how much of those Nikes you want? He said, oh, there's $120. At that time, I think Nike stock was, you know, let's just for easy math, say it was $60 a share. Mm -hmm. I said, well, what, I, what we're going to do is we're going to take that 120 we're going to buy two shares of Nike stock. And Nike stock at that time, I think it was paying like an 8% dividend or something like that. I said, maybe we'll add more as we go. And you aren't going to be able to buy the, you're not going to buy the actual um, shoes. And I said, but, but you will be able to get the shoes. And he said, well, who's going to buy the shoes? I said, well, Nike's going to buy the shoes. He said, well, how's Nike going to buy me Nikes? I said, you're not going to buy the Nikes until the dividends you get from owning the stock can can it's $120. What was that word and you used earlier, Hill? You're trying to balance out being the dad and then the... That's right. Pierce <laughs> just showed up because school just left. Pierce, Pierce is here. Pierce is with me. Hold how, on, hold on, hold how on. old is Pierce? Pierce is five years old, but, he, but he's already a Satoshi millionaire. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Pierce is a Satoshi millionaire already. Pierce, you want to tell me about Bitcoin? Bitcoin's amazing. There you go. You just heard him say. That's all we need. Listen, we're talking to Najee Roberts and um, Hill Harper, and we're talking about the BlackWallStreet.com. You guys, I want you to, to log on right now. This is on uh, Clubhouse, and it's on our Facebook page at The Rick Party Show. You can see us, and you can hear this at the same time. But when they go to that website, uh, the website Hill and, and Najee, what do they need to do? What they need to do is go on and put their email address in. And the reason why it's important, and please share it with other people to go and put their addresses in as well. So we can reach back out uh, when we go live, which is going to be May 31st, and we can get Satoshis into their wallet. We are, you know, we can't, we're not, I'm not guaranteeing how many of the first people that actually go to the website 
Um, we, we, we're not guaranteeing the number, uh, but we will be putting Satoshis in wallets um, for the first adopters and the first folks who sign up with us because we want our people to have as many Satoshis as possible because the beautiful thing about it, it's habit forming and it's kind of a, addictive in a way. Once you start stacking sats, you, won't, you almost challenge yourself and people in your community to stack as well. And I, I, I like the idea of creating accountability circles where, where you're challenging each other to stack. And, um, and we're gonna start people off with Satoshis and we wanna be able to gift everybody who's in this room right now Satoshis as soon as we're able to. And that means as soon as their wallet goes live. So that's why we want you, we wanna know who are the first uh, people who are actually on the landing page and part of the wait list uh, to be able to give them Satoshi. Rick Party. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, oh, sh oh God. Uh, <laughs> were you saying uh, the Rick? Listen, go to uh, the blackwallstreet.com. And we've got people on the stage right now, Natasha and, and Dee Lee. And they've got and they've got questions right now. What are you going to say, Natasha? Before we get to the people, can we just talk about the um, the first uh, city that you're going to start the tour in? Yes. We are going to start the tour right here in the city of Los Angeles in Lamert Park. We're trying to find those actual physical Black Wall Streets. So here in Los Angeles, Lamert Park is the place that we're going to kick off this tour. And we will be leaving here, heading across Arizona to Texas. And so we're going to make sure that we're showing up again on the street corners. I, I say it all the time. We're going to be in the place where the kids are jumping on the mattress behind us. We are going to meet the people where they are to really educate them and show them that there is hope and we can make a difference. We just got to be smart about this thing. And one key word that uh, Hill and Naja both threw out there, Rick, and maybe for those who don't understand, uh, wallet, digital wallet, digital wallet. How can people start or uh, actually get a digital wallet? Well, when we... They're going to... Go ahead, Naja, go ahead. Yeah, he'll, he'll, you're cutting off just a bit. Go ahead. Okay. So I was going to say, uh, we go live, and I'm very proud to say this, is that we go live, fully live, uh, the exact same hour that the greatest state-sponsored race riot and massacre in the history of this country started 100 years ago, which was sundown. Wow. On May 31st. And so Naja and I will be in the Greenwood District on Greenwood Avenue mm. and going live at 7 o'clock p.m. in Tulsa in the Greenwood District. And that's when the, 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 the app and the wallet goes fully live. Obviously, leading up to that, we will be in beta and we'll be testing and we'll be doing all these things. And, and many of the people that sign up, again, would have the opportunity to be part of early testing and beta etc and get some satoshis in their in their wallets uh just dropped into their wallets so that they could participate in some t testing and all of that um so yet another incentive but the the actual full go live will be may 31st from tulsa oklahoma and uh and we couldn't be more excited and proud about mm. that and 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 um you know we, we're, we're looking back to look forward and so it's pretty special that's awesome. Well, listen, we got a few people on the stage with questions, so we're going to do an order PTR. Jamie, what's your question? Unmute your mic, Jamie. Bottom right. Sorry about that. That's I okay. apologize. How you doing, guys? I just want to say 
peace and blessings and uh, to Naja, to Hill, to you, Rick, uh, Nash, Natasha, Dili, everybody in the room. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you very much for, uh, for, for sharing this space and for, for bringing this. You know, this is an, a very important topic for all of us, uh, for everyone in our community. Um, you know, I, I want to just mention first and foremost that I am in the process of organizing a, a mentoring program. Um, and I will say that, you know, um, Natasha and, and, and knows this already, but Rick, you have been my mentor for many, many years. Um, and so I would definitely love to collaborate with you, with Natasha, with everybody in the room, with, with Naja and Hill uh, and Dili, because this is something that I'd love to incorporate into the mentoring program that's based on the, the minority community and creatives in the minority community and young people who are looking to pursue the career path that I have been fortunate enough to pursue and Rick has been you know, mentoring me along uh, for many years. So, uh, but my question would be, in terms of like the, you know, what I'm trying to present it to my, you know, organizing community, my committee, in which Rick, I'd love to have you and, and Natasha to be a part of. Um, we'll talk about that another time, but I would love to know how can I present this as something to, as a way of us, for us to incorporate that in a way that does not, you know, to, that doesn't make it, you know, very complicated, it kind of simplifies it because I know that Bitcoin is still such a mystery and it's a mystery to me, but I want to try to find a way so that I can incorporate that and make it simplified so that you know, I can present it to the committee and so that give, give people something else because I know that empowering these young people and especially the young generation right now who are so apt to just jump on something so new and so, you know, like it's, it's this is the frontier. I mean, to me, it seems like the next frontier. It almost seems like we're, they're on the verge of devaluing the currency that we have now. Hey, Jamie. In, in exchange for Bitcoin. Yeah. Tomorrow is today. Today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So what's your question, brother? What's your question? <laughs> yeah, man. No, like that. Can, how, how can I simplify that as a, you know, make it, you know, make it simple to present it to the committee? Like in terms of incorporating this this program that you're talking about, introducing Bitcoin into, you know, our uh, our mentoring program. Naja, please. Absolutely. So, Jamie, let me just tell you this. I am a woman of my word. I will do the presentation for your committee so that they can understand the evolution of money first. So then they understand why cryptocurrency is so important. So if you reach out to me, send me a text message. Um, I will absolutely get with you and we'll set it up and I will give your your board a uh, crypto 101. Amazing. Thank you very much. Can I? I'm, can I awesome. are you, is your information available like your your just click on my bio bio. i'll get it to you jamie my bio it says right there text me i'm sitting right here okay perfect on my phone okay great thank you so much (laughs) no jamie's a good friend of mine and jamie i'll get it to you jamie jamie loves working with kids he loves mentoring i'll I'll get your other information uh i guess you're next well hi everyone i'm so excited to be on the stage and to see all of you collaborating because i follow all of your rooms and Dr. Dr. Coach Rick Party is my coach. And, um, but so here's my question. Um, Naja, I have reached out to the Bitcoin camp for kids. I live in San Diego and I am willing and want to help to do whatever it takes to get 
that training here to the children in San Diego, California. It is so needed. Um, so that's my offer. Um, I am the president of the local chapter of the Association of Black Psychologists. And much like Jamie, I presented this to my organization and they looked at me like I was the devil. <laughs> so <laughs> if we, if, if that, offer is open i would love for you to to present to my organization as well because we too have started a we're start we have the groundwork of our school which is called the akebulon education institute and we are hoping to really get this kicked off by the time school starts and it the point is to teach our young people what they're not getting in school um, about themselves and about their own futures. So um, thank you very much. That's all I have to say. So my offer is to help and my question is to help. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I'm, I got you. So just send me a text message. We'll schedule it. All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm in. I'll meet your mic, please. Thank you for having me up here. Uh, my name is Eamon Joseph. I'm an actor, filmmaker. Um, I've been trading and, and storing Bitcoin and other cryptos uh, for the last about five years. Um, so, I mean, I'm ecstatic to see something like this um, Black Wall Street wallet just for transparency, because, as you know, a lot of us are in the space and we've had to kind of navigate this space let's say from, you know, around 2011 or so, and when things got on like exchanges and whatnot. And I know, Naja, that you have a, a brick and mortar place where you can actually buy crypto. Um, what are some of the things that we would need to know just as people that would like to be supporters of this new wallet? Are there particular, you know, uh, gas fees? I mean, we all know kind of like, you know, how much it, cost to move Bitcoin, is there going to be some special sort of education for our community to know exactly how we transfer these coins and where do they, where do they store, if there will be per, uh, a, a potential, um, will there be a potential crypto that, that you, uh, that you guys will be launching or, or that will be launched through the Black um, Wall Street um, wallet or app or or exchange those are some of the kind of things that i would love to know so that i could go into my community and and, and tell them and, and be transparent as we know um even when it comes to our people for some reason when it comes to our people we are the we we like to look at all the you know all the fine print um we do we are somewhat afraid of investing with our own people sometimes based on being burnt and sometimes just based on bad information information coming from um, the powers that be that would like to stop us from doing things like this. So what, what um, I know there was a couple of questions in there, but is the wallet, um, will, will there be some sort of education to help people um, understanding basically the, the transactions and the transaction fees that are associated with the wallet? Will there be an eventual coin that we can you know, its own cryptocurrency connected to the wallet. Um, those, I guess, were my two fundamental questions. Pick and one. I'm not, I know. 
I'll do it really, really quickly. So all of the above, my brother. So as far as transparency is concerned, and we have one of our other uh, members of the Black Wall Street that's on the stage. His name is Christopher uh, Perceptions down there. So he can jump in because I know Hill has his baby in the car and he's traveling, so he may not be able to come in clear. But we absolutely have had massive talks about those fees. So listen to this. Every exchange that you go to, no matter if it's me, no matter if it's Kraken or Coinbase or Binance, all of them charge approximately 2.5% to 6 or 7%. So it, it all depends on how they package it. So I'm going to keep it 100 today. They're charging you the exact same thing. Even if they say you got zero trading fees, mm -hmm. their point is a little bit higher. They do things and they manipulate it to make sure they're going to get their money. They're not giving you free trading fees. If you're not paying to have it transferred from one wallet to the other, best believe when you make a trade or you buy Bitcoin or whatever other coin, they're getting their money. So that's first. But what we've had massive talks about at the Black Wall Street is the fact that those fees, let's just call it 2%. I'm not saying that's what it is, but just a round off of 2%. What we talked about was 1% of that price of Bitcoin goes into a pot. And at the end of the month, everybody who participates on that wallet gets those Satoshis broken back up and put back into their wallets. And so this is a wallet that is going to serve a different purpose than all of those that you've seen before. We absolutely will have a coin at some point. We've actually absolutely negotiated and talked to the different coins that we're going to represent because coins that do not serve our community will not be on our platform. And um, so I, I want to say that. I don't know if Chris has anything he wants to say or heal, but yes. Hey, really quick before Chris, you jump in, I got I to gotta ask uh, Amen Joseph, uh, who played Anka on Snowfall, how hot was it under that wig those seasons, brother? I just got <laughs> Well, 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 first of all, brother, that is not a wig. Her name, her name is Sheila. So you. you oh, she's got a name. <laughs> oh wow! How hot was it That's under right. Sheila? Her name, her name is Sheila, brother. <laughs> she, I mean, she, Sheila, Sheila keeps it hot. It's, it's piping hot. But, uh, but thank you for supporting. The, thank you for so, supporting the show. And Naja, thank you for for that um, for that breakdown. Like I said, a lot of people want to really, you know, this is. I mean, this is this will really empower our community. But I, I thank you guys for, for also having that transparency. That's something that we need in this day and age where there's a lot of information. There's a lot of, there's so much speculation going on with crypto. Many people are just turned off from it because they don't understand it. So I think that mm -hmm. the more transparent we are with our wallets, with everything, if there are fees, we let people know that there are fees. Um, if we're empowering, I love what you just mentioned about um, that you're not, going to put you know anything in that wallet anything on your exchange anything you're not going to tell the people any um platform that will not empower the community will not give back to the community because there's a lot of different um cryptos out there right now and not all of them have our best interests um so thank you for all of that and um i appreciate it christopher i'm sorry uh you were just about to open your mic chris christopher well, peace and thank you so much for the opportunity i wanted to salute naja and hill 
Um, it's an honor to be a part of the blackwallstreet.com. I encourage everyone to sign up, please, please, please. And to the standpoint of education, it is important to lead with that because people perish for a lack of knowledge. So as Naja is going to be touching almost every one of these states in the United States, we're also going to be doing a digital campaign called 100 Days of Bitcoin, where we'll be teaching people the basics. What is a Satoshi? What is this? What is this? What is this? And we're going to go through in very plain language. It's one thing to say Bitcoin is the wave of the future. It's a decentralized peer-to-peer. -peer. But sometimes in the midst of our excitement, because we know the possibilities and the potentiality of Bitcoin and the reality of it being a democratizing agent for marginalized communities, i.e. Black people, but we don't want to talk over people. We want to use plain language. We want to make sure that anyone from five years old to 105 years old is able to understand the power and the potential in their own life of Bitcoin. So educational curriculums will definitely be a part of the platform itself. Naja is skillful and masterful at what she does. And you can consider the Black Wall Street the Justice League for the African-American community. We will definitely get the job done regarding leading us towards financial sovereignty, self-sovereignty. Love it. Love it. Okay, for everyone that's in here, we are talking to Hill Harper and Naja Roberts um, about the Black Wall Street and um, the digital coin and the digital wallet. So for people watching us on Facebook, we are live on the Rick Party Show, so you can see us live and hear the audio um, from Clubhouse. For everyone here, thank you for joining us. Um, we have Deb next. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hill. Hi, Naja. I'm going to make this real quick because I know a lot of people want to speak. I do have a question to AI and what was being discussed before um, about, um, you know, bringing engineers, you know, in, um, you know, and, you know, ML and, you know, DL, um, you know, engineers, you know, to, you know, to build an algorithm out that would, um, you know, that's better, you know, you know, you know, for our people, um, especially, you know, as it relates, to, um, you know, to credit scores. Um, but I wanted to say, um, you know, the, the communication thing. I think Natasha was a great example of, you know, um, how a lot of people, you know, just, you know, don't understand this. And when they're told, okay, like, I know you have to pay your rent, but you should do this. Um, you know, but the word should doesn't even exist in many languages. You know, it, it has to be explained like, you know, Christopher, you know, like, like Christopher just said, and I, I've just, you know, experienced that, you know, like young, younger people have a tendency to get this more, the difficulty or get this easier. The difficulty is explaining it to my demographic. And, um, I had a great, I met Naja on the same day. I met Lamar on the same day, two different rooms. And I had people, you know, in my you know, you know, in, you know, in, in in my house at the time, listening to Naja, I understood her, but the people in my house didn't. On the other hand, when Lamar in another room, you know, started speaking, I understood him, and we had a great back and forth, you know, about it. And the people, you know, in my house, you know, did, you know, you know, understand it. So I, you know, just wanted to say before I get to my AI question that anything that you know relates to you know communications. Um, you know, I'm just used to doing a deep dive into things and coming back to the surface and being, being able to translate it to different parts, you know, of our community, you know, meeting them, the, you know, where they are. Um, but I did want to ask Hill, um, as far as AI goes, um, do you currently have the engineers um, working on the algorithms, you know, that, um, you know, related to the credit, 
credit score uh, conversation we had earlier, or is that something that you want to do and needs, you know that we it needs to be done, but I just want to know, do you have it? Um, you know, already. And then as far as media rollout, um, you know, it's May 30, you know, May 31st when this is coming up. And I'm just wondering, are you doing a daily media communications rollout campaign, you know, for this? And I'm willing to help in any way. Well, first of all, we need your help. So thank you. And I want to be very clear with everybody and, and, and brother, my, my, my brother, uh, who's, who's the, who's, the, who's my fellow actor, man, I, I so appreciate everything you said. And I, I want to say this, the Black Wall Street app is not Hill Harper's app. I want to be clear. This is ours. It's for us. And the inspiration is O.W. Gurley. O. W., when O.W. Gurley founded the original brick and mortar Black Wall Street, he didn't say, oh, I'm build Gurley Groceries. I'm going to build Gurley Hotel. I'm going to build a Gurley Bank. I'm going to build the Gurley this and the Gurley that. What he realized was, if he could just create the ecosystem and then allow it and open it up for folks to come in and build their own business and their own wealth, then everybody could prosper. Not just someone who built an apartment building and say, you're going to rent for me. Say, no, 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 you build your and own your own house. Now, do I have to give you a loan to help you get there? Great. I'll do that. Or do I have to educate and give you more information to help you get there and be successful? Do that. But it's going to be yours. Self-sovereignty, ownership. And that's why it's so important that we're having this conversation because we're going to need feedback because we need to evolve this as we go. We need to make it better continuously. And so the algorithm for uh, uh, the Black Wall Street credit score, that's part of the roadmap or the product architecture. But no, we haven't built it yet because our focus is building the actual wallet first. That's what we're launching with is the wallet first. And then moving on the product roadmap with other things, but we're going to need feedback from folks as we go. And that's why adoption and mass adoption is so important, because if we're going to actually create something that truly serves the people, the people need to be on it. So we're not guessing, we're actually being responsive. And that's the beautiful thing about owning your own technology. We're building this code. We're not white labeling this code. This isn't us going out and buying someone else's wallet and then just throwing some black faces on it. These are engineers writing code that we will own. We will own. And that's what's so we can change it in a moment's notice because we own the code. We own the IP. And that's the critical difference here. And that's the most important piece. And so, so yes, we will have that algorithm. We will have that done. But that's part of the product roadmap. And obviously, you come out with an MVP first, and then you iterate as you go. Awesome. Yeah, I hope that answered everything, Deb. Yeah, I totally understood what he was, you know, what he said, because um, the, the primary question was, do you, you know, already have, you know, the engineer? So thank you very much. And I, you know, have been resistant to, you know, pr you know, purchasing, you know, Bitcoin, even though I've done it, I've just been resistant to it because of a lack of a of a black wall street wallet even though i didn't have that in my head and the second i saw that tweet i signed up and got bun and got other people you know to do it Thank so you. i was waiting for that and i was able Thank to you. explain it to other people and they did it and i'm just looking for a media you know a media rollout that's consistent and daily you know to you know to build up to it so i can just keep we would love to refer to we'd love to have you people. involved 
your last name is Hill, so you're my yeah. cousin anyway. So we related. So I'm, I just followed you. So we will stay in touch. And know this, we're always looking for talent. So if you have some great engineers, particularly ones with melanin, we need them. So, so that's the thing. We're going to be hiring and building out more and more talent uh, as we go along this road. And so just because we have coders and engineers now doesn't mean we're not going to need more. We're going to need folks in so many different areas, particularly as we grow and scale. And so, you know, we want to identify those people and have them be a part of the ecosystem now. So please reach out. Uh, please uh, stay in touch with that. Okay, awesome. I will. And I'm moving myself back down to the audience right now, but I will, Hill. Okay. Thank you. So Najin Hill, uh, real quick before we go to Amber, uh, do you, I guess, uh, uh, prefer people to uh, wait until the rollout to actually participate? Or is it, would you say, hey, I advise you to go ahead and, and start uh, building a Bitcoin wallet now? Oh, no, we want people to start now, in my opinion. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, absolutely start right now. So uh, I'll be giving some directions while we're out on this road, but we want you to start now. Got it. Got Perfect. it. Amber, yes. you're up next. Hello. Hello, Rick Party, Natasha, D, Naja, and Hill, and everyone else that's on this platform. Um, <laughs> Hi, Amber. So, <laughs> I just want to get it out there. So I wanted to know, and I, one, I am so thankful about this Crypto Kids Camp because I have two kids that are always on Roblox and playing on, you know, they need to make some money while they're doing this. But I hear um, that. <laughs> but what I wanted to know, because I am new to cryptocurrency and I was reading on some things, which I still don't understand, but in regard to... Uh, Naja, you did say that Bitcoin was on sale now. One, where do I put it? Because I want to put it in in uh, the Black Wallet, <laughs> uh, Black Wall Street Wallet. But in the interim, where would I put it? And my the question that goes along with that is, what is the difference between a hot and cold wallet? I can do that really quick if you all will afford me the opportunity. I a wallet that's in your back pocket and a wallet that's in your front pocket. <laughs> I thought you were about to say the refrigerator. Jeez. So, so I'm going to give you a, a really, really quick version of the wallet. So, the, And I have a, a different definition. So I have four categories of wallets. So the four categories of wallet, when you go to like a Cash App or a Binance or any of those places, Gemini, I call those hot wallets. Those are like the bank. They're custodian your they are custodians of your Bitcoin you do not have your keys you do not really really own your coin so mm. if you're if you buy your Bitcoin on those platforms I consider that a hot wallet while I'm saying this I would be remit I have to say this do not buy your Bitcoin on PayPal Robinhood, Webull, or SoFi. All of those platforms will never allow you to take your Bitcoin off and put it in your own wallet. So mm. do not buy on those four. Okay, so you wait, got wait, your... repeat those one more time, Naja, please. Yeah. PayPal, mm -hmm. Robinhood. Just remember Robin the Hood. Cool. Robin the Hood. Um, PayPal, Robinhood, SoFi, and Webull. Do not what about Cash App. Cash App is a hot wallet. They will allow you to take your Bitcoin off and put it into your own wallet. Okay. Um, and so I consider those hot wallets. Again, custodial. You do not have your private key. 
So that means the coin does not belong to you. Mm. Then I have a category like a warm wallet. I'm That's sick. a software. A warm, a warm wallet is a software that you download onto your cell phone. Mm -hmm. I have one that is a Filipino. That's the closest you're going to get. A Filipino-owned um, warm wallet. That I oh, I thought that was the name of it, a Filipino. It's, 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 no, somebody said a black wallet, but we don't have <laughs> one. So that's the closest I could get. So I support Edge Wallet. Um, so it's a software that you download. You do have your private keys, which means for the first time, if you're owning Bitcoin and it's in a wallet, a warm wallet, you are now uh, using a non custodial wallet. You own your keys, it is now your coin on a warm wallet. So you hear companies like Edge, Exodus, Trust. Um, Crypto.com, Blue Wallet, those are warm wallets in my opinion. Cold wallets, cold storage devi devices are your ledger, your trezor, your cash, your uh, cold card. Those are cold wallets because they're an actual physical device that you would, it looks like, it looks like a thumb drive. You can store it in your safe deposit box or under your mattress, wherever, but it's a physical device that you have to plug into your computer uh, mm. it's offline until you plug it into your computer. Your Bitcoin still grows no matter whether it's in your warm wallet, your your cold wallet or your hot wallet, you still participate in the downs and the, the ups and the downs of the market. But those that cold storage, you have private keys. You are the custodian of your Bitcoin. You can't call anybody to say, I lost these keys. I lost this password. Uh, you have to be very meticulous in storing those words so that you have access to your Bitcoin. And let me say this, no matter what you do, your Bitcoin is never stored on a device. Your Bitcoin is the t on the technology inside of the computer, but these different wallets allow you access to them. So if you lose one of these apparatuses, whether it's a, a cold storage or ah, whether it's a form wallet, you literally can still access it as long as you hold on to what we call seed words, You'll hear key phrases or you'll hear mnemonic words. Uh, as long as you have those, you'll be just fine. And last but not least is an ice cold wallet. That's a sheet of paper that comes out of those Bitcoin ATM machines. Mm -hmm. It has your Bitcoin numbers on it. Be very careful because if you lose that sheet of paper, your Bitcoin is lost forever. Um, mm. Because of the fact that you can't key those numbers into your computer. But if you spill water on it, if you spill perfume on it, mm -hmm. those is gone forever. So those are the four wallets, a hot wallet, warm wallet, cold wallet, and ice cold wallet. That's my definition. And that's it. My oh, oh, that's Thank it? You. That's it? That, just that. Just that right there. Okay. All right. Uh, where Can we find these definitions somewhere now? Yeah, we got to go to her class. Well, you know what? You know what? You you can. You'll be able to find them on the blackwallstreet.com. I'm not even playing, Miss Natasha. We have worked hard. Go ahead, girl. Sure that we are giving you bite-sized pieces, and these are going to be called uh, crypto. I think they're called crypto bites or something like that, but we're going to make sure that you have bite-sized pieces on the Black Wall Street wallet that you can get for free. So you don't have to run out and pay for a uh, university course or anything like that. We're giving this to our community for free.
Last but not least, Myron. My dude. Happy birthday to you, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. What up, D? A fabulous show and amazing, amazing, powerful guest with Naja and Hill. I'm loving this. My question is, if I have some stored on Coinbase, I understand that there's going to be a transfer fee uh, to uh, immediately go to the black wallet. Is that the same with Cash App? And would you recommend transferring it from these or would you recommend just starting all over in uh, the black wallet? So I the this. shortest question of the day. He went straight to it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and he cursed at me at the same time. Wow. So, so Coinbase is a curse word to me. And Uh-oh. I want, and I want okay. you to Google Coinbase's treatment of black employees, and you'll find out why I'm saying that. But mm-hmm. when you take your money, or your Bitcoin off Coinbase, you should put it into a warm wallet or a cold storage. If you put it from Coinbase into Cash App, you're still not self-sovereign because they still own your coin. It's just on their database. And until you actually pull it off and put it into a warm wallet or a cold storage device, it will always be their Bitcoin, technically. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I know, I know this is almost like an investor question, but do you have a preference in warm wallets until we, and which, what will Black Wall Street be? What type of wallet will that be? Um, initially, uh, the Black Wall Street wallet will be a hot wallet. It will be a hot wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, it will rival Cash App. And we want to make sure that we're, we're, uh, we're going we're going we're rolling some stuff out for y'all. I'm smiling because I'm excited about that because we are we are going to be the real um, app for the culture. So uh, but yes, we it will be a hot wallet. One that I recommend right now that I work with is Edge Wallet is owned by Edge, the Edge Wallet. Send me a text message. I will send you a, a link for the Edge Wallet so you can make sure you're not getting any replicated site but i will mm-hmm. see that um and the edge wallet why i support the edge wallet is because very early on they told us for every crypto virgin you can prove you have in the black community we will give you five dollars worth of bitcoin and for two years running they have given me five dollars per crypto virgin to make sure that any of you that don't have bitcoin have their first bitcoin through the edge wallet and that's why i've supported them but you know it's it's happening we we got our own now so we gotta we gotta work with that so that's where we are there it is all right awesome thank you christopher i'm sorry go ahead oh no i was gonna say naja i'm gonna hit you in the dm but i am married so don't try nothing that's all i was gonna say oh my gosh anyway christopher amen naja roberts hill harper thank you so so much we appreciate having this conversation about the cryptocurrency the blackwallstreet.com make sure you guys go there and get the wallet get your stuff there natasha i see you in the camera making faces what is it what are you saying to me no i listen i i'm sitting here this was like a full day of school and Mm -hmm. i'm i'm excited to um get my profile going um Listen, I'm still a little bit confused, but you can't help my learning disability. <laughs> but I definitely learned a lot more um, than what I knew coming in. So I really appreciate um, Naja and Hill for, for being here and breaking this down from A to Z. 
And I Natasha, think everybody, Natasha, when you, when you, when we launch and you come on, I will personally walk you through. And what we're, we're just gonna have you do something simple. We're gonna have you set it and forget it. You're gonna do five dollars a day on the Black Wall Street, and then you're not even gonna think about it for a while. And then you're gonna educate yourself over time. You know, it, it's like you want to learn, but you don't have to. You know, you have to grab the book, the Bitcoin Standard, and start devouring all this stuff. Just learn it at your own pace. Okay, but you definitely want to learn this over time, but learn at your own pace and don't feel pressure. Just do what you can do with, with money that you don't need to touch for a minimum of a year. I like to say four years to five years to 10 years, but it's about if you can do five dollars a day, we do that. If you can do five dollars a week, we do that and we set it and forget it and you're going to be dollar cost averaging. And, and, and so that's what that's all about. And I thank everybody. This has been wonderful. Uh, it's just been great to be in a, in a wonderful room with a new group of folks and please stay in touch. Um, 918-262-4604 is my text. 918-262-4604 um, is, is a text. You can text me there. You can look at Naja's profile, text her, um, DM Christopher. We're all in this together, everybody. So please let's stay in touch and support each other and build this together. So thank you so much. And I'm, I'm personally looking forward to these camps. I have two sons ages um, eight, excuse me, 11 and nine. And I know that, you know, this is something that they will definitely enjoy and benefit from. And I know, you know, I wish I wish I was a child in this era. I think I'd be a lot more, you know, financially secure. So that's something I definitely am keeping my eyes and ears open for Naja and Hill. Thank you so very much. Well, like you say, a key word, generational wealth. That's what this is building. So make sure, guys, everybody on here, theblackwallstreet.com, log on, add your email address, and wait for it. It's about to happen. Absolutely. Naja Roberts, Hill Harper, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And uh, for everyone else who, who waited for the voiceover room, we're going to start doing critiques in about a minute. As soon as we get off the stage, we'll head over to the voiceover room, voiceover. Yes. Yes, we're going to do it right now for 30. I want I want my voice critique. Come on. I drop <laughs> come on. Listen, come over. Just, come and read script. Like, it's going to be good. Yeah. 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 He'll, no, you you definitely should come. Come on over. I'll you know what? Rick will Rick will ping you in the room. I think that would be a, a great treat for you to come in there and do that. We appreciate you, Hill. Naja, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, so you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, for everyone that had. Where you saying? For everyone, well, we had a, a whole bunch of people that had their hands up. I'm so sorry we couldn't mm -hmm. get to you. Um, definitely go to theblackwallstreet.com to um, try and answer all of your questions. Hill, can you run your number one more time? Sure. It's 918-262-4604. The 918 is a Tulsa area code, just so you know. Go ahead. See how you brought all that back together? 4604. I love it. So that boy you, creative. If yes. you've been if you have your hands up still, please make sure you reach out to Hill. He will message you back with your um with your questions. Go to the black blackwallstreet.com and definitely feel free to go to the Rick Party show on Facebook where we are live and we can try to answer your questions, but we'll definitely refer you over to the blackwallstreet.com. That's all I've got. We are. You, yes, I, you. I will. That's what we doing. That's what we All right, doing. See y'all in the voiceover room shortly. Thank you so much, States. Thank you. This room is going to be ended in five, four, three, two, one.
Ah.